Guys, I'm so sorry. I am winded. Oh, God, we just ran. Um, I really hope that I, we didn't lose anyone in those 60 seconds of tardy. We were too busy combating lung cancer on the train over here. There was a full-blown um, <coughs> this is, this is after That's what the kids call it these days. There was a, a legit kickback. kickback on the train. Yeah. Of these like four men. It's always so hot in here. Sorry. tequila out of drinking Patron and smoking cigarettes Patron, on the red comma, line. tequila. Between Belmont and Fullerton. And whilst it was disgusting, I turned to Mary-Kate and I said, it's actually admirable. Like, it is. The bravery that goes into defying that many rules. The audacity. The audacity is actually admirable. And I think we could take away a few lessons from that. Break it, the rules. You it's know? also just so funny because it's like, no, like who's going to tell them to stop? Nobody. Don't they There's have no cameras? super. There is no supervision on the L. No, I know. All there is is the driver. I would, if I was underage, that's where I would be going. To drive. Yeah, for sure. I can't say that. Um, <laughs> but um, welcome back to the In Between. It's our eleventh episode. Eleven, eleven. Make a wish. Oh, I, I wish, I wish, I wish with all my I might to fly with dragons taller. to land. I wish I was a little. What taller. is the poem? I, I wish, I wish with all, all my heart to fly no, with, with all my heart to fly with dragons in a land. In apart. a land apart. Yes, that's what it is. We. Um, I recently read a modern adaptation of that poem. Actually, we. Analyze that. Did we read it together? That's what it was. Oh my god, he freaking loved that. I love Eric Salinger. Uh, yeah. So welcome back, you guys. He's flossing Um, your teeth. I am flossing my teeth because I just ate a stick of salami. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah, that's another thing. We were we were running late because I was very busy eating a lot of starbursts Uh and shoving pickles down my throat. Yeah, we ate a lot of pickles and um, spoonfuls. And then Mary Kate needed to. Bring a salami on the go, like, and by a salami, I mean a full stick that was like, I, their circumference of like, like it was a stick. No, yeah, no, it wasn't a stick. It was like a rod. Yeah, and um, it was probably the size of my forearm. Yeah, and then she <sighs> ate it on the way to the train. Took a break on the train, and then as soon as we got off, it was like she was coming up for air. She went right back to the salami stick. Um. Okay, we have been talking a lot about this is disgusting. Oh, we've been t- don't look. We've been talking a lot about foods that you can eat on the go. S- a salami stick is not one of them. Well, you did you it though. Uh, yeah, uh, pickles not not it. I would argue I've tr- you know I have to tell you something. Mm-hmm. I have eaten a pickle on the go one ha- time. Was it one of those huge ones? That you yeah, buy at the gas no, station? but I didn't get I, I didn't buy it at the gas station. Mm-hmm. I um. I went to Ann Arbor to, for this job interview. I remember I told you guys about it. Oh. And I got a sandwich, and I guess with the sandwich comes like a pickle. Oh, like yeah, this, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, yeah, pickle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I didn't want it after I finished the sandwich. I was like, but I'm going to want it. You know, like yeah. I paid kind of a lot of money for the sandwich. I was like, I, this will be a good snack later. And then I wanted it, and then I ate it on the go, and I was like, I'm. people were staring at me eating a pickle, and it was spicy. Was it? Yeah, so mm-hmm. I just threw it away. I so, think pickles are a little too juicy to eat on the go. Yeah. Right? It was like dripping on my hands, yeah. and my hands just smelled like pickle the whole day. No, yeah, the salami oil was going everywhere. <laughs> the salami oil. The salami oil. It was everywhere. Um, but we got another news. Wait, oh, do you, okay. Um, I was going to say another news. <laughs> I just got invited to a Facebook thing, like a going away party, oh, yeah. for someone that I haven't seen in like three years. And it's like, 
You're like, where You're was already this gone. party the last I didn't know time you I were, saw you? I didn't know you were still here. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I already threw you an emotional going away party three years ago. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> it was just like, I can't imagine the awkwardness of going and being like, oh my God, I haven't seen you in so long. See and then like, never. goodbye forever. Yeah. I think my absence will be accepted because, I mean, I it's sweet that I was invited, but I don't think it's necessarily my place yeah to say the least yeah um Um, yeah we're gonna cut to a song listen guys i saw an incredible show (laughs) i saw an incredible show um last night um actually what was most incredible and i think this is what I love about seeing live music is that the opener to this concert that I saw was so great and I was like really taken aback by it and and he did the show and during like one of his interludes between songs he was like oh it's so nice to be here like I'm actually from Chicago so this is really exciting for me and I was like hmm like I wonder where he's from and after the concert he just kind of like after his that he walked through the audience to like go out and meet his friends and stuff and I like stopped him and I was like oh where where are you from and he's like oh I'm from I'm from the northern suburbs and I was like so am I like which one he's like Deerfield and I was like no hecking way like I'm from the town over um and he I mean it was just really cool I was like wow that's wonderful to know that like people from my hometown are doing so well. So I'm just going to play you a song. It's called Dirty AF1s as an Air Force Ones. Um, it's just like a really fun, like groovy song. And um, he has a really good voice. So enjoy this and we'll be right back with the in between. We're back. So Kate, just what did you do? <laughs> this is reason number five as to why salami is not a good travel food. I just had to go scrub my hands and face and rid it of the pig oil that was resting on salami's pig right i don't know whatever i think it's a mixture anyway i feel gross i feel greasy there is salami in my teeth um the floss didn't do much that you know the salami wins over floss every time and now i just kind of feel like a grease ball i took a shower do you ever like take a shower and feel dirtier after you've showered i have done that yes like i just i showered probably two hours ago and i'm gonna have to go home and shower again okay this is making me really emotional right now i have to tell you why because i was recently i don't want to say diagnosed because that's so dramatic but Mm -hmm. i have this tendonitis in my knee Mm -hmm. which is keeping me from running essentially and Mm -hmm. the thought of going on a run and taking a shower sounds so nice to me and I feel just like I've been sitting on my tuchus um, doing nothing but like eating pickles and watching videos about sourdough bread and like doing homework from time to time yeah and it's really upsetting and I'm so upset about it and I'm going to physical therapy and the chiropractor and I ice it every night but I really feel like a big old dirt bag not like in that sense but just like a Mm -hmm. bag of dirt and because as I've mentioned before on this show is that like fitness is a huge part of like myself and 
one of my passions. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when I'm not doing it, it makes me really sad. No wonder I've been feeling so depressed this week. Yes. It's so important, dude. I like when I have been in situations where I can't work out, I go, I get extremely unwell. Like I get very, very hostile and like I am not mentally all there. Yeah. Like when I was the longest I went was like it was spring break last year when I was traveling so much because we went to I went to Ibiza and then no I went to Portugal and then Ibiza and then Croatia in two weeks and I had no time to work out at all in between that because I was traveling so much and like obviously I was walking every day so that helps but that doesn't give me the same kind of mental um relief that like running or doing like a like intense ab workout or something does so I literally in the bathroom of my parents Airbnb in Portugal I literally would hold a plank for like a minute I know I need just because even that helped me a tiny bit I used to do that before shows sophomore year like I um really felt like I needed to just like warm up and everyone was doing all these like Mm, I'm just gonna say stupid acting exercises. My 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 throat is mine. Chester cheetah yes. <laughs> And I was just like, I actually need to warm up. So I was just like, I would do like lunges and literally yes. sprints in like a closet. Yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah. Totally. So you gotta pump up. Yeah. But no, I totally understand. I, I like when I am in like rest- even in when I'm home in Reading, um, like. I don't feel as comfortable at my gym as I do here because it's much smaller and I always run into people from high school and I'm like, I want to go to work out. Like, I don't want to go to like catch up with people that I like don't want to catch up with Mm -hmm. and like force a conversation with them. And when I run outside, I get like insecure because like I know that someone that I know is going to drive by me and see me. And I just like it. Like, I don't like I feel I I still feel like not suffocated, but just like restricted Mm-hmm. a little bit when I work out at home um that's why I like working out in Chicago so much better but, but you also just like get into a routine since you're spending most of your time in Ch- in Chicago like that's your routine where you like yeah. go to the Ray yeah and work out like it's weird breaking that routine and going to a different gym yeah like I completely agree and I yeah. don't like running and I'm very strict about where I run and how I run and like yeah like whenever Mary-Kate and I go on runs I'm like no I'm not like I have to run on the lake it's yeah like, yeah and when I go home it's like really hard for me to get up and go on a run because I don't want to run through the neighborhood because no. I don't know the exact mileage and I don't right. feel like comfortable um so yeah yeah i think that what what, have you looked into alternatives though yes um, i what if you did a swim i know i well my physical therapist told me today that like the best thing to do if i'm in pain and i still want to work out is like first run obviously and if i'm in pain don't and walk and if i'm still in pain i think he said elliptical and then bike and then swim obviously i think swim would put the least pressure on your Need, I know, but right? it's just such an ordeal. Like, yeah, and it makes me so hungry. Really, and I feel like I overeat. It's exhausting. After. Yeah, 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 for sure. Whatever. I'm definitely. I've over already overeaten tonight from my. I went on a long run, and now I'm definitely overeating. I know you feel like you I gotta be aware more. of that. I know That's it's like hard. Important. It's hard because like sometimes cardio gives you the illusion that you're f- like hungrier than you are. Does it? Yeah, because yeah, you feel so light after it. Yeah, but like um, I am starving right yeah. now. I bet you. Aren't, I told Aaron though. I'm gonna go to Taco Bell after this. I bet you aren't though. I bet like if you really just like 
sat down and listened to your stomach. You'd I be literally like, ate mm. a stick of salami. Yeah. I think I just true. need to eat something filling. Yeah. And not a stick of salami. Right. That's another thing. I find myself snacking. Like mm. when I would go on my long runs when I was first training for a half marathon, I was just like, I'd come home and I'd eat like, I don't know. I went through this phase of eating tortilla sandwiches <laughs> and not wraps. I don't mean like I was putting vegetables in them. I was eating like peanut butter and jelly tortilla sandwiches. Whoa. And I would just eat like seven of them. They good were so God. good with like bananas in them and cinnamon. Peanut butter is good. I need to be better about my nutrition. Um, I need to start eating. This is like I got really tired during my long run today and I was like, oh, maybe it's because I like have barely eaten today. Like I need to totally. do more research on what are good like fuel foods and like what are good like post run foods. I can tell you a little bit about what Could I you? know. Yeah. Um, I know for a fact that eating a lot of carbohydrates is really good before running and I don't before. mean that. Yeah, not, not like right Alfredo? before. No, not a Jimmy. Yeah, um, I mean like <laughs> I ate more fettuccine tonight. Alfredo than I had in my entire life today. <laughs> um, when it zooms in on him and Dwight and Michael, she's like, she's like, carbo load. <laughs> um, no, like eating. If you're running a lot, you want to have a high carb diet so like when I remember when I was training for my first half marathon I was super focused on my diet um, just because I was having a lot of fun with like experimenting with like what foods how foods made me feel mm -hmm. and what I found to be the most efficient and what kept me running um, and feeling the lightest was like I ate raw fruits and vegetables for like a week and I was like I literally feel like a ice cube like I'm just like <laughs> deep, 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 deep. did you eat them like before you ran or after? No, I mean, I just ate when I was hungry. And I would Wait. eat a lot. Like, I would eat, like, a bag of spinach for lunch. <laughs> yeah. And I would eat, like, four smoothies a day. Um, my friend from home, um, um, John Flamia, he just lost 15 pounds. What? And I was like, how? And he was like, I forget what it's called, but he did um, some crazy diet where you only have like one meal for 24 hours like twice a week and he lost 15 pounds i don't get how those diets work wait repeat it again would he, you i don't remember exactly what it was but it was i remember him saying once a week or twice well, either once or twice a week he could only eat one meal every 24 hours but would he eat his entire um cal like cal all of his <sighs> calories in that one meal I think so. Because that sounds like intermittent fasting, which I think I see the benefit. Like I see the benefits of it, and I see um, why people do it. I don't like when people like force it on themselves. Mm -hmm. and they're like, I cannot eat until like one p.m. What I do is I usually don't eat until like eleven or noon. But that doesn't mean that because I just don't wake up hungry, and I don't find that I get hungry until I start moving around about my day. Mm -hmm. um, and I usually spend the mornings like doing homework, so I'm sitting down, and then once I leave for class, I'm like, hmm. But um, mm -hmm. and what I think that helps me with is like I really f like I start my day with like really listening to my stomach. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like I really recognize what the feeling is to like be really hungry versus when I eat like in the morning and I have breakfast plans and I just like go to breakfast and I'm not hungry and I eat like pancakes you just eat because you I just eat, eat yeah. and then I'm like okay I just feel like now's the next time that I should eat but I'm not really listening to my stomach yeah um so that's how yeah. it helps me but I don't know well and like I, don't, I feel like diets in general like a lot of them are have proven not 
to work just because like unless you're adapting to it permanently because once you say you're doing like a 12-week diet or something mm-hmm. it's like okay you'll lose weight then but then once it's over you'll go back to your old eating habits yeah, probably people always say like the best right? um, the best way to gain weight is to go on a diet <laughs> really that's funny yeah yeah and like that's why i don't believe in like diet well and don't they also say it's like if you want to lose weight it's like like it's like 75 percent nutrition and like 25 percent exercise yeah like so it's not nearly as much lose weight like, it's not nearly as much exercise as you wish it was i remember yes totally and yeah. i mean we could talk about this too um like my senior year of high school i was very very thin mm-hmm. and and i wasn't working out a lot i was just not eating enough mm-hmm. um and so i mean that just goes to show and like I mean, now I'm obviously way healthier than I was then. And I just like gain and I weigh more. But I don't know. That just made me think about how like what's on the outside doesn't doesn't really dictate or like show what's on the inside. No. You know, like I weight wasn't is eating. The most, weight is the most ridiculous thing. Yeah, it's why. Because I have been like I've, I'm overweight. I have been overweight like my entire life. But no, I don't. No, you're not. No, te- technically I am. My line, you know how there's like the BMI line? It's always yeah. above. Every time I go to my physical, I'm always overweight. But I'm like not overweight. You know what I mean? That's amazing to me because you are one of the, like the most like confident people I've seen. Yeah, in your yeah, body. yeah. Like, I I'm very comfortable with my body and the way I look. But um, um, Kathleen Vatico would disagree. <laughs> Kathleen thinks I have like very deeply, deeply insecure issues. What? <laughs> That's not the time to talk that about it. Yeah. But um, um, uh, what's it called? Um. But yeah, I've always been overweight, but I've never felt like I was overweight. Like I look in, like I, I don't feel like I'm, like I look at my body and I'm not like, oh, that could be a little smaller. Like, no, my stomach is a very healthy size to me and my legs are a very healthy size to me. And um, I like my pant, I like I have a really big pant size, um, which is also interesting because I like whenever I tell people what size I am in pants, they're always really shocked. Um so I don't know why my body is like that, but um, I'm totally fine with it. But it's just, it's interesting. And I also was, did you, I think you listened to it, but the This American Life about the girl who wrote the book Shrill. Mm-hmm. I don't remember her name, but like we, she was basically like, we need to stop using the term overweight mm-hmm. because like that implies that like to be skinny is to be healthy. Mm-hmm. And that's not always the case. Yeah. Like I am overweight technically. But I'm extremely healthy. American, I really want to like that. If we had like all the like, I this would be a really interesting episode on a podcast <laughs> to like. In, no, seriously, to like investigate like your that like. I'm gonna misuse this word again, but like diagnosis of being overweight. Like, yeah. where does that come from, and how is that? It's like the BMI um, body mass index. Like, you know, what I'm talking about the chart that they give but you. That at your technically physical? means that you sh- like. What he, I should be losing weight, right? Yeah. Which is insane to me because I cannot imagine you like because I exercise so lighter. much and yes. I do eat really well. I'm yes. not like a, I'm no like nutritionist, but like I don't really eat that much. I don't eat junk food. No, really. you don't. Um, so it it really is fascinating. It's always fascinated me, and my body has also like my body like doesn't change no matter like, I mean it's gotten a lot more toned definitely within the past few years, but like. It's like, you know, like love handles. Like mm-hmm. I've always had love handles and I've always wanted to get rid of them. But it's like, no matter how hard I try, I'm just like, I think that's just the way my body looks. That's, like, I think that's 
and I'm and I've just grown to accept it and I, I'm okay with it now but um it's just like so interesting because like body shape is so pertinent mm-hmm. to like like you can't you really you can change your weight like you can lose weight but you really can't change your body shape no you really can't and another thing is that you cannot decide where your fat is stored so like mm-hmm. yeah a lot of people are just lucky that their fat goes like to their boobs or to their butt right like, that's just right. genuinely what happens to them. right um and other people feel like it goes more towards their hips or towards their stomach and that's just like where their fat goes yeah and i don't yeah no and it's like and there were always those people that like could eat my brother is one of these people and it has always always bothered me because growing up i had a lot of not a lot but like you know just the average Mm -hmm. like i hate my body stuff just because like i was i was i've been this height since um sixth grade yeah i was i got my period when i was literally like 11 i remember going through a growth spurt before all my friends and i felt like a freaking giant i used to tower over everybody in the in elementary school in my school pictures i was always the one in the middle row in the back i was the tallest person in all my classes i was taller than all the guys that's crazy yeah and um so that's where a lot of my insecurities stem from Mm. just because um i was constantly trying to make myself smaller you know and like hide my body yeah so um um where was i going with that oh but so i like have always just had kind of like a i don't know like a like i'm more bigger boned i would say um and it has always bothered me because like my brother could just he's always been such a thin guy and he could eat whatever he wanted his diet is terrible like he can eat whatever he wants and he's completely fine he was trying to gain weight for the longest time in high school and i remember he he had this like secret drawer in my kitchen of all like junk food that he was supposed to eat to gain weight and I would always sneak it and eat it and I remember uh he used to always get these powdered donuts and they were so good and I would always sneak them and eat them I remember one day I came from school and I literally ate six and at this point my parents had my parents literally like bought me a personal trainer because whatever but um they bought me a personal trainer and so I went to I was at uh I was at the gym with her that night and like she she made me write out a chart of everything I've eaten and I like the powdered donuts came to mind and I was like do I lie about the powdered donuts (laughs) and so I I lied about them and so I said I only had four and she still was like Ricky you ate four powdered donuts don't you think that's really problematic yeah definitely do you and I was like yeah and in my head I'm like no I actually had six (laughs) um and Maggie, that is really upsetting for me to hear. Yeah. I have to be honest. With you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was because, yeah, I mean, I don't know why that was necessary. And I think that wasn't. this is good. This goes to, with a lot of things, but like you have to want to be healthy for yourself. Mm-hmm. You can't do it to somebody else. Yeah. Like, um, for example, one of my friends, like, um is having like weight issues and her mom is just like you need to lose weight and just like says that to her but she doesn't help her she doesn't give her any resources she doesn't like like at least my parents like bought me like a personal training package or whatever but um she doesn't give her any resources and there are so many ways to try to make yourself healthier and if you want to lose weight there's a lot of options aside from dieting like there's like yoga and swimming and like you know you don't have to like you know and making it into part of like a lifestyle and i think that's yeah key like i think i might have talked to you about this but like growing up 
um, as an active kid, I think is key in sustaining like a healthy lifestyle. Yeah. Um, because you're introduced to sports in a fun, you're introduced to act like exercising in a fun way and like a recreational yeah way, like yeah. you're like i'm gonna go to practice and i'm Definitely. not gonna focus on how many calories i'm gonna burn whereas right. like if you just sit at home and like you right. know do whatever like play video games and stuff it's not until you feel unhealthy that you're gonna start like focusing on becoming healthy versus right. like living a healthy lifestyle and that's something i feel really grateful for that i was raised in a home where like I had two very active parents like Mm -hmm. I don't really remember my dad running but he used to be a runner um actually we found a picture of him um finishing a 10k Mm -hmm. it's really cool he's wearing these like super retro Nike shorts Mm -hmm. um and my mom was like doing triathlons I remember she was always training Mm -hmm. um my dad was like always biking like we have an elliptical in the basement mm-hmm. in the summers he goes on like 40 mile bike rides that by video, himself that yeah. video of him in the basement oh, working, working out, out. yeah <laughs> and then he's listening um and then yeah it was just like always a thing like yeah. it was never and i played sports growing up and right. i swam and, and it was always just like a fun thing for me yeah so that's kind of where i come now and i see like friends of mine who weren't raised playing sports and it's actually like I don't want to sound like mean but it's kind of sad to me because I'm like what did you do for fun yeah and also like do you would like going to the gym yeah they're usually like the more artsy types at least in my experience yeah which is great that that's what they do but then like where is your outlet for exercise because like you just said it best like it's so hard to exercise when you don't when you weren't introduced to it as like a fun thing yeah exactly. and so like 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 you i was always i played so many sports growing up and like i played two sports in high school and like it was always just like obvious for me like i like kind of like going to college like i always knew i was gonna play Mm -hmm. sports like until at least college um and i don't really know why i mean my dad like played basketball on sunday mornings but and my mom would like work out, but she never, my mom didn't get into running until like, well, we kind of got into running at the same time um, about when I started college, I would say, or like. But didn't your mom walk and stuff? No. Yeah. Mm, yeah, she doesn't. She exercises a lot more now than she used to. Um, she used to just like go to the Y and like, I think like do the elliptical or something yeah. like when I was growing up. Um, um, my dad is sending us topics for conversation right now uh-huh. and he just said kids substitute the internet for exercise period <laughs> <laughs> which I could I mean I yeah, think that's, that's probably fair. true you they know probably, what my dad said which was interesting wait what were you going to say sorry I was going to say they probably watch videos of people exercising instead of actually exercising I do that sometimes I, I use exercise videos to exercise but I never watch them when I'm like just yeah, chilling I watch videos of people eating. It's like a really weird Yeah, I thing. don't know. Mukbang? Yeah. yeah but not I'm like... Not into not, that. I don't really watch like people slurping noodles. That's not like my thing. I just watch like people like... um, Like fantasy cheat days where they like <laughs> go out and eat like Domino's. Um, because I'm... Domino's is gross. Yeah, I know it is really bad. Domino's is... If, if anyone has a suggestion for a good, cheap, flat, or thin crust pizza place in Chicago, let me Sarpino's know. Sarpino's is good. Sarpino's? Yeah. Oh, okay. Check it out. Great. Wait, this is what I was going to say. My dad mm-hmm. said that... um, Because he's obsessed with the obesity epidemic, epidemic. <laughs> in America. 
and he's like always coming up with like possible hypotheses. Uh-huh. He's like, you know what I think it is? I think it's that kids aren't playing anymore. Like there used to be a lot more playing uh, where like like kids in the neighborhood would just like go out and play or yeah. like they would just like play a game of pickup baseball or like but play they just soccer. like sit inside on their yeah, iPads versus, and like, stuff kids now. like literally like, I remember I was babysitting a kid who would have FaceTime play dates. Whoa. That's weird. A lot of the parents I babysit for have a rule about screen time. They only get like a certain hour of screen time a day, which is great. And I like to say I'm not going to even buy my kids an iPad, but we'll see. Right. A lot easier said than done, I'm sure. Um, cuz you can literally just stick this thing in front of them and like, you know, have them shut up. But um <laughs> what was I going to say? I think I actually read an article recently that I think a lot of the what has to do with obesity is um driving, like at least like for me like I lost so much weight when I moved out to Chicago just because I walk Mm -hmm. so much here and I don't drive here and being like a commuter in the commuter life and um just like not like you don't walk in the suburbs like you walk in Chicago do you know what I mean no like I would never walk to like a coffee shop in my suburb no or the library if I if my town is separated like bike yeah I would bike I used to bike not anymore but like there was a summer um I think like in middle school I biked everywhere but my town separated in like two parts you have like the lake on the east side and then Mm. there's like uptown Highland Park and then there's the train tracks and then there's west Highland Park Mm. um, which is like where I live Yeah. so all of my friends from middle school lived across the highway and the train tracks so like walking to them was out of the question but if I had lived uptown I probably would walk from friend to friend and like gone downtown and stuff but um, I didn't long story short I I don't walk in the suburbs but like you don't see as many people out and about in the suburbs like you do in Chicago. No, like it's no, like, not at all. And but so like this is I guess good news. The uh, uh, I forget what it was. There was an article that came out I think yesterday. And it's like the rate at which people are getting their license is going down significantly. Like like wow, sixteen why. year olds. Why do you like, think that it's is? Like it's like it's dropped like almost in half or something like that. Like it was some crazy number. Did it say why? And it's like it. The headline was like. Like, what's the generation below us? Generation um, Z? Z, I think. Generation Y? I think it's Z. The We're generation y? below us is, like, overdriving. Like, no one wants to get their license anymore. Why? I don't know. Oh, Uber. Could be because of Uber. Could be because of Uber. Then I guess that wouldn't contribute to the obesity epidemic or help it, I mean. I mean, it's not like public transit because they're still driving. <laughs> yeah, I know. But any, I just think walking is so important. And, like, relying on a car is just... Like, I always feel so much less like, like, like I'm exercising when I'm back at home because I drive everywhere mm-hmm. and it's like, I don't walk nearly as much. Like here I walk, like, let me see how many miles I, well, I ran today, but let me see how many miles I walked yesterday because like, okay. Yeah. Yesterday I walked eight miles <laughs> Monday. Okay. That's Monday. Crazy. I only walked two <laughs> Monday. I was um, traveling. Oh, you know why? Because Monday I was in the suburbs. Monday I was home. Mm. That's why. Let me My see what dad I dad just says urban kids don't drive, rural kids do. Rural? Which is true. Yeah, right. But I wouldn't say that I was tech. I don't think I'm really urban or rural. You're suburban. Yeah. Um, but it was kind of necessary to this drive. This is actually hilarious. Like, oh my gosh, look at this. Every day in Chicago, I walk at least three miles, and then I go to the date when I went home this weekend, which is Thursday the 18th, mm-hmm. drops to 0.7 miles. And we have the data to support The day it. after that <laughs> is, oh, I guess I, I walked four miles. But seriously, yeah, I have the data. 
That's like, hilarious. isn't that absurd? Anyway, um, um, I'm gonna play a song. Yeah, I think get an ad, and then um, we'll come back Ugh. and talk about whatever the heck we want to talk about because this is our radio show, and Sarah Faye asked us to announce it in class, <laughs> and you can't tell us otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll be right back. <laughs> the in between with Aaron and Mary Kate. Um, that song that I played earlier was called "Dirty AF Ones" by Alexander Twenty Three. Okay, don't forget that because he's amazing, Alexander Twenty Three, and I think he came out with a new song recently. But anyway, so we're this back with the in between with Aaron and Mary Kay, and since we were talking about running, you know who else is running, but in a different race. Maybe he's gonna maybe mm-hmm. announce it later this week. Um, Joe Biden. Biden. I didn't know this. I just said this to Aaron. I had no idea. I mean, it was in the rumor mill. People, well, people have been, because he like very sternly turned it down because people have been trying to get him to run Yeah, since like forever. And um, he's really turned it down because I think one of the main reasons because of his, his son recently yeah, died. Yeah, he just and, didn't think he was ready. Yeah. Um, but I think he sees like the support that he would get. Yeah. Wow. That's interesting. I do hope he runs. There's so many Democratic candidates. Oh my gosh. I know. So I many. don't really know enough about it to like decide who I want to vote for. I do want to say that I would confidently vote for a woman, but I, I just I haven't done enough research on policy. I haven't. Um, apparently, Elizabeth Warren killed it in her um, debate yesterday really? two or two days ago. Yeah. I haven't. I didn't watch it, but I just saw a lot of quotes from it. It was sounded pretty good i mean i'm down but um but my 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 fear with joe biden is that he so if if we're looking for someone to beat trump right Mm -hmm. so many trump supporters like dis like just despise the like obama legacy yeah and despise obama and joe biden is too closely associated with obama to win over trump people Yeah, but this is what I I agree. I also think two things. I think there's a population that voted so against Hillary that were that voted because for Trump just to spite Hillary that would have voted for Obama. Then I also think there's a population that did not vote at all because they hated both of them lending a vote to Trump. Right. Because they were huge Obama, like people who had voted for Obama didn't vote in the past election because they, um, you know, hated both candidates. Really? I feel like anyone who's a big Obama supporter is like, even if they like are like, oh, Hillary's emails, they don't like hate her enough to not vote for her. No, I think there was like there was a huge population. Interesting. I didn't know that. But I don't know. I just think that like Joe Biden and Obama and Hillary Clinton are two people just like demonize the three of them a lot as being very single-minded and as thinking the same thing and Mm -hmm. you know really too closely associating them all with each other um and so that's my only fear with joe biden is like i think we need the the democratic candidate has to be someone like what is this guy the mayor of um south bend like i honestly think he's got the best chance just because he i mean he's gay but i i don't think that i honestly don't think that the people who don't want to vote for Trump again, I think, are not the strictly homophobic ones. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Um, like the ones who are going to vote, re vote, re- try to reelect Trump are like going to be extremely conservative and, you know, Pete Booting, yeah. 
Um, yeah, but I, I think also people are like really miss Obama. Yeah, and so I think Joe Biden has um, that's true a good platform because of that, and hopefully these has it how long has it been with trump has it been two years uh almost i think it'll be two yeah, years i mean he was January. inaugurated in 2018. yeah or um, sorry no 2017. um oh yeah 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 um i think just like hopefully people that i mean i don't know how you could have watched trump's campaign and thought that it was he was going to be any better as a president as he was as a running candidate as he is as a person I don't even want to get into it I don't either but my point is just that like um I hope that like some people will have been like oh maybe I shouldn't have or maybe I should have voted or maybe I shouldn't have wrote in Bernie Sanders maybe I shouldn't have wrote in Harambe and maybe I should vote for a A actual candidate yeah yeah I would agree yeah or just vote vote just vote vote for who you want vote um but uh oh i forgot bernie's running too yeah and they're the same age bernie and <gasps> are they really mm-hmm. bernie looks like he's gonna drop dead any second yeah. oh, don't say that please god <laughs> i love him though um <coughs> i don't know i'd be happy yeah, he's 77 um i think we're all just dying to kick trump out of the office i know that's what i said i'm just gonna i mean obviously i'm gonna inform myself and educate myself on all the candidates when the time co- when the when it's re- necessary but um i think my my strongest characteristic is going to be the person who has the m- most likelihood of beating trump mm-hmm. that's going to be a huge factor in who i vote for i think that's a wise way to look at it and, and a practical way to look at it yes because it's just that is the main that is my main goal that in my entire life right now is getting him out of office. I know. So, yeah. Um, but I also think we need to, it sucks, but I think we need to mentally prepare ourselves for another four years of Trump. I don't think that's a bad idea. Just because if... I mean, I the think a horrible idea the way that I felt for four more years. The way that I felt when he yeah. won, I don't want to feel that again. I know. <laughs> I don't I want America to feel that again. Preparing for the worst, but acting... Of course, hopeful is, still. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, because if he won in 2016, he can want to win again. I hope that the um, nominee, the Democratic nominee, is a woman. I really do. I do, too. I mean, I think it'd be amazing. I think people you know people I, really hate Elizabeth Warren. Yeah. A I lot know, of people she's hate. She's an old white woman. Yes. She's an old woman. Yes. You know what I heard? A lot of people, like a lot of older white women voted for Hillary Clinton because... Or they drew from that conclusion or from that data that it was these older women thinking like this is our only shot in my lifetime mm-hmm. to see a woman as president. So I'm going to vote for her regardless of her policies and regardless of like no. if we really like her, which I think is sweet. But I also think like <laughs> like I just yeah. would have loved to see Bernie. If we don't see a woman president in our lifetime, we will. Right. I think so. I think so. We, I mean, just to see the difference in like who's I think running will. now versus who was running four years ago, like that's yeah, that's a big difference. Yeah, there are a lot of women to choose from. Mm-hmm. I imagine dying and never seeing a woman president. We're I, only twenty two. I hope I would have 22. dementia by the time like, that happened, so I would good believe grief. That there was a woman good president. grief. <laughs> Oh, well, anyway. Um, well, there were a lot of things that I wanted to talk about, but I don't know if it makes sense to bring them up right now. 
To what? To bring them up right now. I mean, can we just quickly talk about Easter and how terrifying it is that people still dress up as the Easter bunny and have children sit on their laps when they're dressed as a ginormous bunny? Is there a way to make the Easter bunny not scary? No. Well, but it's weird because they make like cute mascots for like the bulls and like for like that, like, you know, do you know what I'm talking about? No. Like just like, oh, like like baby mascots. Yeah, 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 yeah. But why why is the Easter bunny so scary? The vintage Easter bunnies? I think bunnies. Well, bunnies are also terrifying. Okay. They are not nice. Except for Charlotte's bunny. Charlotte's bunny is very nice. (laughs) Um, His name is Kevin. Um, But in all, in my rabbit experience, um, one time my friend Shaneen, she had a rabbit and I went to go pet it. And it literally, yeah, they're terrifying. It literally got up on its hind legs and hissed at me and like spiked its claws up and was like... (sighs) It was, most, it was the scariest thing I've ever seen. And bunnies, bunny bites hurt than other animal bites because bunnies don't let go. Okay. Like when they when they bite you, they just keep it in there. They don't let go. And they're really hard to pull their teeth out. Yeah. Right now I'm looking at a BuzzFeed article written by Brian Golindo, <laughs> to credit him. Um, 19 vintage, vintage Easter bunny photos that will make your skin crawl. <laughs> They're terrifying. They're terrifying. You know what's even more terrifying? That this has become an acceptable article. <laughs> Listicles. You know what my parents did? What? Thank God bless their souls. I remember one, Easter used to be my favorite holiday growing up. Like I loved getting an Easter basket and doing the Easter egg hunt and stuff. And um, wait a minute. Why was it eggs? Bunnies don't lay eggs, do they? No. Because Jesus was a bird. <laughs> Nothing makes sense. Um, Nothing makes sense. But um, basically, I woke up one morning to see a massive powdered f- white footprint. Donut. <laughs> <laughs> to see a massive powdered white footprint on my walkway. That's cute. And I was like, oh, the Easter Bunny came. He left his footprints. But no eggs. But no eggs. Meanwhile, it's also (laughs) none of my neighbors had footprints on their sidewalks. I hate to break this to you, but your dad fully (laughs) covered his foot in powdered sugar. No, like they were huge. They were like I don't know where they got that print from. (laughs) I have no idea. Probably had like a um, like a what's the like a cookie cutter? Oh no, like it was really big. A stencil, yeah. Of a footprint. And then we also, I used to, this is slight digression into Christmas, but we would make reindeer food and it was glitter mixed with oats and we would mix it together and then throw it on the back lawn. Just throw like yes. cooked oatmeal on we the would, back No, lawn? it was uncooked. They were raw oats. Oh. <laughs> we would, we would throw <laughs> raw oats and glitter in our backyard and like now, of course, now that I know that it's not real, it's like my dad probably was out there until four in the morning on his hands and knees picking the oats and glitter and glitter off of my backyard. That's so cute, though, that your parents did that because they could have just done carrots. And like also every year something new like they come up with like they as in i mean american society comes up with something new to add on to this christmas thing like elves on the shelf like it's like first of all okay like that was a thing parents are no that didn't become a thing until i was in like fourth grade really yeah because i had to tell my parents about it so i could get one because obviously like 
you know, Santa's not listening. For Christmas, I want six powdered donuts and an <laughs> and the Easter Bunny footprint. And so it's just like I can just picture myself being a parent and like already having to hide the whole Santa thing, mm-hmm. already having to like. My mom would forge this like crazy handwriting on the um, tags on our Christmas presents. She couldn't use wrapping paper that we saw um, that we had in the house. She, my dad had to shove all the cookies and milk down his throat because it w- I would search the trash to make sure that they didn't throw it out after. So my dad had to actually eat all well, the cookies and milk that we I left mean, out. So- and it's like now they have to buy an elf, a plush elf and move it every <laughs> single night. There would be nights. And I will never forget. This is another you know made up thing but like I will never forget one day I lost my tooth and I put my tooth under my pillow and I forgot to tell my parents about it and I woke up and my tooth was still there and I was like mom dad like I lost my tooth and the tooth fairy didn't come they're like what and they're like oh it's her day off or something and then sorry this is I'm bringing back so many memories (laughs) she's on maternity leave (laughs) she had a dragonfly (laughs) as a child and then there was another time when I will never forget this either. I woke up in the middle of the night, Christmas Eve night, and because I had to go pee. And your dad falling down. No, 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 no. I didn't. I didn't wake up in the middle of the night. I woke up wicked early. I woke up at like six a.m. Yeah. And I went out into my like where my living room with my fireplace and stuff is, and my parents were out there, and I like walked in with my PJs, and my mom just goes. Sweetie, uh, go back to bed. Santa's not. Santa hasn't fully come yet. Like he's only partially come. Did he make trips? And I literally was like, "Oh, okay, makes sense." Because at that age, you believe anything your parents say. You. you were gullible. And, and I went back fool. to bed, and then woke up to a you know living room full of gifts. Um, oh my god! But just now looking back at all the stuff, like the effort that you have to put in to it's keep really that stuff sweet, from your actually. kids, it is really sweet. And like, but I also kind of. I kind of just want to save my kids from all that. No, you have to. I don't know if I'm going to do the whole Santa thing. No, because then your kids are going to be the... Spoil it for everyone at school. Oh my gosh. Could you imagine? imagine? When did you find out that Santa wasn't real? I don't remember. Really? Yeah, I really don't. I I think I always kind of knew. Oh, that's true. I think I always kind of knew. And then I think it was confirmed probably in like fourth grade. But I remember also like around Christmas time, I like look for presents around the house. I did too. I yeah, would check in like, my mom's like little <laughs> closet. Yeah, <laughs> my mom. It got to my mom didn't even try bother hiding them from me anymore. At some point, um, yeah, it was kind of sad. <laughs> it was kind of sad. Now I just my parents ask me what I want for Christmas. I know I used to make like a Christmas list me and everything. Who? Oh my god! I remember watching my parents just text me what you want, what you want, <laughs> you up, <laughs> you up. Um. I used to watch like all because I would watch you know Disney Channel or whatever, and they would have um, like like just commercials for like mm-hmm. new toys and stuff. Yeah, you know, and I would just like make a list of things that I wanted. I would too. Like I would always print out pictures maker. next to it too. Yeah, yeah. Did you have that? I wanted this. I got one year. This it was a Conair hair dyer. Yeah, and you would put a piece of your hair in through this if machine. If you want to go retro, yes. Ooh, I don't know. How about contemporary? Yes. Who cares? Was mm-hmm. Yeah, and you would put. They gave you like colors. They were like basically pieces of chalk, little yeah. squares of chalk that you put in. Yeah, and I remember I would do the one. You would like pull it down on your hair and ring, string your hair through this thing and pull it down on it and. I ripped out so much of my hair during that. Like, it always got stuck in it. And I would be like, come on, 
Come on, come on. Like, just like to get a single blue streak in my hair. Uh, Memories. Memories. Uh, childhood. Oh, well, I'm exhausted. You want to wrap it up, Aaron? Yeah, let our listeners go to sleep? Uh, Thank you guys for listening. Sorry we're so sleepy. It's been a long week. Uh, what's you, I'm going to New York tomorrow. Woo, yeah, Aaron's going to New York city. tomorrow. I'll be in Chicago tomorrow. <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll be back next week. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be midterms. We'll be less delirious. Yeah. <laughs> we promise. Yeah, I'll hopefully be running by then. So we'll be actually Yay. my normal self. But anyway, thanks for listening. We'll we'll tune in next week. <laughs> same time, same place. And happy Easter. And happy Hog new Sameach. year. And happy new year. And Christ has risen. <laughs> Thank the Lord. <gasps> Bye. Bye, guys.